Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify, Ask the Experts. Our weekly podcast and video show offers Shopify's ecosystem of brand owners, store developers, app providers, investors, and marketing agencies, insights from case studies and discussions with marketing and e-commerce experts. Grow faster with tips, tricks, and proven strategies and learn what's new in e-commerce digital marketing for 2022 and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify Ask the Experts. I'm Marissa Morgan, your show host. I'm also the Business Development Director at Engage. On behalf of myself and the entire team at Engage, I want to welcome you to today's show. Today, we're talking about three reasons why the fastest growing D2C brands use a quiz. What kind of quiz, you ask? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. And our guest is a successful e-commerce strategist, popular e-marketing podcast host, and co-founder of Prehook, a leading Shopify quiz platform. He'll be here to explain more about the world of e-commerce quizzes today in our episode. Before we get started, though, of course, I want to mention that all of this incredible, invaluable information is brought to you by Engage. And we are so excited because as of this month in May 2022, we have officially launched our newest app, SMS Messaging for Shopify Stores. You can check out our app at www.ngagge.com. That's www.ngage.com, where you can enter in any U.S cell phone number and get a free demo of just how great our SMS messaging for Shopify store app is. And you can also register for a free, completely free 30-day free trial that offers 500 free SMS messages for you to take on a test drive as well. Right now with a 98% open rate versus a 20% open rate with emails, SMS messaging is a must-have for any business. And our app makes it super easy for Shopify store owners to build their customer lists faster, increase sales, save time with automations, and promote new products with targeted, personalized campaigns. We're going to talk more about how to find out who your target audience is and what they need using a quiz in today's show. And to do that, I want to introduce you to today's special guest. Today, our guest is joining us from Longhorn Nation, Austin, Texas. I actually used to live there myself. I love Austin, Texas. His name is Gen Furukawa. If you don't know who Gen is, you need to. Gen is the co-founder of Prehook, which is a leading quiz platform for Shopify merchants. He has been in e-commerce for over 10 years, and with the last seven years, he's been working in e-commerce S. Do you say do you say SaaS or do you say SaaS? SaaS. SaaS yeah, right? software as a service. There you go. Before Prehook, again, was a part of the founding team and VP of the marketing at Jungle Scout, the leading software for Amazon sellers. Prehook helps hundreds of high growth Shopify merchants sell more, accelerate list growth, and capture zero party data with quizzes. We're going to learn more about that today. But a little fun fact to learn more about Gen, one of his early lifetime jobs was actually selling beer for some big teams. You may have heard of them, the Washington Nationals maybe the Baltimore Ravens. So Jen hasn't, again, excuse me, hasn't always been in e-commerce, but I will say again, over 10 years of e-commerce and working in all types of that world and now being a co-founder of Prehook, I think makes you a pretty darn good expert as we get into helping Shopify owners 
grow and scale. And of course, this idea of quizzes is something we're going to learn more about. Again, tell me a little bit about your journey and your new role here as co-founder of Prehook. Yeah, totally. Well, thanks so much for having me, Marissa. I'm really excited. Um, I mean, the journey started, that was like, I think 2005, the inaugural season of the Nationals. Um, so we don't want to go back that far. We but won't that go was back a, that far. Exactly. Yeah, I, I was an unpaid intern on Capitol Hill. So I, I was making far more than nothing selling beer. Um, but anyway, yeah, we, uh, like you mentioned, I was part of the founding team at Jungle Scout, which is an Amazon product research tool, it helps Amazon sellers find profitable products to sell. And my co-founders and I um, were on the team. So we've been working together a long time, very familiar with each other. And there's a lot of trust. Um, in 2020, we realized that um, wanted wanted to do something together and, and work on our own on, a, on an app um, to help e-commerce brands, um, specifically Shopify merchants, and realized that Shopify merchants have a different challenge than Amazon sellers. So Amazon sellers are really focused on optimizing their listing for SEO. So you, you type in like, hey, I'm looking for um, blue water bottle. And so that's what the listing is, uh, is all positioned around selling a blue water bottle. Shopify has a different challenge because first of all, the challenge is to get traffic to the site. But then once a potential customer is on your site, what are they looking for? And you don't necessarily know what product you're, you're trying to sell them or what problem they're trying to solve or what mm -hmm. is the best way to position your brand and so that that's where we realized just asking a few questions you know something as simple as you know what what challenges are you facing what are your goals what are your routines um, can add a lot of insight into how you position your brand and how ultimately you bridge uh, the gap between where they currently are and where they want to go which is as marketers what our goal is is to kind of fulfill this aspirational goal and insert your brand or product in there. So um, yeah, we, we started working on it in 2020, uh, launched in 2021. And in this that span, there's a lot that changed in terms of uh, the marketing channels, the strategies, kind of like the macro. Um, and so what I'm referring to, for example, is um, changes in iOS 14, a rollout of iOS 14, mm -hmm. uh, basically uh, not allowing um, the tracking to, um, you know, so if a brand is running ads on Facebook or, or, um, yeah, mainly Facebook, um, or Instagram, it's harder to understand what their behavior is. It, are they purchasing? Are they clicking through? Um, because all of a sudden with the updates for data privacy, brands no longer have access to that. So, uh, the importance of building a direct relationship with your customer has increased and, and there's a lot of urgency behind it. Um, third party cookies are being deprecated. So uh, remarketing ads are going to be far less targeted. Uh, so what brands are experiencing is increasing cost per click, uh, increasing cost per acquisition. And overall, like there's there was a lot of challenges for e-commerce brands. Um, but you know, we, where we come in and where we offer value uh, is that we're able to help brands build a relationship uh, with their customers. So that includes, you know, building a relationship from uh, capturing an email address, capturing mm -hmm. a phone number for SMS, um, improving the buying experience. So you know that it, this is specific to what you, Marissa, are looking for, you know, on our store. Um, and then lastly is, is capturing the zero party data. Uh, so those are the, the three areas where we're, we're really focusing on 
adding value to brands is um, list growth, improving conversion rate, and capturing zero-party data. Um, which re really quickly, I should just establish or, or define. Uh, zero-party data is data that a customer proactively and willingly shares with a brand, mm -hmm. as opposed to first-party data. So first-party data is data that's tracked passively, um, and and brands get a lot of first-party data, which includes stuff like transaction history. So what you purchased, how much you've purchased, maybe uh, where you live, or maybe what, what you've done on the website, whether it's abandoned cart or, or uh, added to cart but not checked out, or uh, engagement with an SMS or email. Um, but yeah, zero-party data is super critical because it answers the why. Why are you buying? What are you looking for? What problems are you solving for? And, and that's kind of like where we come in. I love this. In a nutshell, you just shared so much, but you got me really excited about today's talk because you brought up a lot of things and even topics that we've talked about during our series this year for Shopify. We've talked about the changes in the privacy with the iOS upgrades and the changes to being able to track your your prospect customers and how much that has created really a different scenario for a lot of brands. They don't have access to the data that they used to have access to. And even the data they have now is really skewed because they're not seeing the big picture. So I think it's very interesting that we kind of talk about the quizzes and this, this side of, of what you help your clients to achieve, um, that we talk about it as it relates to all these changes that have really happened, as you mentioned, over the last few years. To get our audience kind of familiar with what we're going to talk about, I did create an outline for our show again. And for those of you listening on the podcast, I'll just give this a quick read through because I want you to be able to really follow along as we hit some of these kind of bullet points. But we're talking about how to drive sales and engagement with an e-commerce quiz, which in fact is what Prehook helps their clients to really develop and utilize. We'll talk about three reasons why the fastest growing D2C brands use a quiz. Don't you want to know, right? And obviously, if the fastest growing brands are doing it and they're having success at it, we're going to find out why. We'll talk about how to create personalization, product recommendation, and customer education. And we'll talk about tips to increase those opt-in rates by three times with a quiz. And of course, we will also share at the end of today's show how you can connect with Gen and learn more about what Prehuck does so that if it's the right choice for your company, your e-commerce or Shopify brand, that you can hop on board and get some help. So let's just talk about the three reasons why, and I'm sure there's many reasons, but the three main reasons why the fastest growing D2C brands are using a quiz. Yeah, what sure. Are those reasons? Yeah. Uh when we started this, the main goal was, and and which I think most brands focus on, it relates to revenue, top line revenue. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of like the primary benefit that we're trying to provide is to improve conversion rate. And so we do that by simplifying and personalizing the experience. So on the on-site experience itself is, um, is simplified. So imagine if you are, say, uh, food and beverage is a very popular niche for quizzes, um, because if you think, okay... You're going in person. It's maybe easier to have a conversation with, say, a, a sales associate, or if you're in a restaurant, a sommelier. They might say, you know, what what type of wine do you like? Maybe what's your price range? What's your uh, all all these like kind of nuanced questions about your preferences, where they're learning about your goals, and meanwhile, kind of scanning through the inventory of what they have to recommend a, a relevant product. That's a really good point because when I go shopping, let's just say, or not shopping, when I go to a restaurant and I sit down and I know I want to have wine, 
I know I probably already have a price range in mind and the sommelier usually knows that. And so one of the first things they may ask is, oh, is there something specific you're looking for? Like you said, a type or were you looking to stay in a price range or whatever? It gives the sommelier so much information right away so that they can help you make a recommendation. And you would think those same questions really can be asked in a e-commerce style transaction as well to give somebody not only the feeling that they're getting a personalized experience, which you mentioned customer experience is huge, but obviously to then help the customer get their needs met, right? It all That all makes a lot of sense, especially for like the food and beverage, maybe the fashion industry as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, food and beverage, fashion, um, pet care, mm. apparel, um, like health related things, let's say uh, vitamins or supplements. Um, and a lot of it is because we, we know what we're looking for, or we know what problem we're trying to solve, but we don't know how that relates to, say, the product that we want to buy. So with the wine, for example, um, some when we talk about like fast-going brands, um, maybe you've heard of Wink, W-I-N-C, or First yeah. Leaf. Um, these are our popular brands, and, and so they're subscription e-commerce. Subs subscription e-commerce uh, very heavily rely on quizzes, Stitch Fix or Scentbird or other examples, um, Stitch Fix in clothing, Scentbird in, in fragrance. Um, and it's, it's super critical for them because all brands need to understand what a customer is looking for, whether it's for segmentation on email campaigns or if it is a subscription e-commerce brand, what what goes into the package that you send every month or every quarter or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's really critical because the satisfaction or the relevance of the products that are included in the package would correlate to churn. And obviously you don't want churn and you want to have as many uh, products that hit what the customer is looking for because that's how they make their money. Um, but yeah, getting back to the wine, I don't necessarily know, like if I, if I want a Chardonnay or a Riesling or if I like Oki or not, but I might know if I like vanilla or chocolate or fruits or, you know, um, any number of things. So it's the quiz is a nice way to make things that might be, uh, complicating or overwhelming mm -hmm. far more easy. And so it's, it's kind of like proxy questions, um, that brands like Wink and, and First Leaf use, um, so that that's where we can help improve conversion rates by simplifying it. Like out of all the products, the the goal, especially from a conversion rate optimization standpoint, is to make the buying process as easy as possible. You want to proactively address any objections or simplify the process. And if you if you're making if you're making customers think or make decisions, it can become easily overwhelming. Uh, there can be buyer anxiety, and you might not convert. Uh, so with the quiz experiences, you're answering some fun questions. Ideally, it's engaging. Ideally, it's short. And then, at, boom, at the end, you're getting your recommended product. Maybe you're getting uh, you know, the email or, or phone number opt-in. So Marissa, we can tell you why we're recommending this product to you. And then, um, and then it becomes easier um, to convert. And then, so the other two reasons why a lot of brands use quizzes is for uh, list growth which you know as we mentioned before like can't really rely on the traditional blueprint of running ads uh because the costs are getting far too expensive targeting becoming too broad um so list growth for email and sms and um you mentioned engagement earlier you know 90 90 open rate at first 20 percent or whatever uh, but brands are getting significant revenue from their sms campaigns mm -hmm. um and there there is a direct correlation of um how relevant those campaigns are to revenue. So um, 
growing the list is critical. Uh, and then the, the last part is the customer data. And so the customer data, the zero party data plays into it all in terms of the improving the conversion rate and, and growing the list, because um, this is especially true for SMS. You really need to uh, send relevant messages, relevant campaigns, and that comes down to the segmentation that you have. And segmentation is fully relying on what data you know about a customer. So if you're just asking for a phone number, kind of like uh, without any context, like, hey, join our, our list for, you know, join our VIP club and, and you enter your phone number, there's not a whole lot to go on in terms of what campaigns you're sending or, or how you're going to segment that phone number. Um, and it's, it's very critical for phone numbers because, or SMS in particular, because it's easy to unsubscribe. And mm -hmm. it's such a, you know, as, as you mentioned, it's such a personal, intimate channel that you, you really want to be careful of uh, what you're sending, thoughtful of what you're sending. So those three main reasons, I know the first one is revenue. Improving conversion rate. Improve, yeah. And improving conversion. Second one was what again? List growth. List growth. Accelerating list growth. Accelerating list growth. And then the third one is? Capturing zero-party data, customer zero data. data. So learn, learning what your customers are looking for so that you can um, build richer customer profiles to improve segmentation, to improve your personalization, both in email and SMS and paid campaigns in your on-site experience. Interesting. And that makes total sense. And if based on everything you're sharing, and I love the words you use, you're like a fun quiz, a short quiz, an interesting, informative quiz. It makes sense that when you, A, do a quiz, this is coming obviously from a consumer standpoint, a customer is going to be like, wow, this business like like cares about what I think. They care about what I need, right? So I'm already like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling like this is personal to me. They care. Uh, I'm feeling like they value my, my, my opinion or my interest or my input. So that's very cool in terms of creating some engagement. And then obviously there is the engagement piece. You're engaging. And then obviously you're going to get the input and the info that you want from me to help me, right? Be have, Help my needs get met. Help me prop, you know, solve my problem with whatever product choice. And then you're personalizing it, which all is going to most likely increase the chances of the darn conversion, right? Because now you're matching me with a product that is a good fit. And then ultimately, you know, I've given you the data that you would otherwise want or try to get from from first party data. This is also neat. So this quiz kind of like wraps up everything a brand or a company would want want in this tiny pretty package with a bow on it. And I do think from a customer consumer standpoint, quizzes to me are very, they don't feel threatening. They don't feel like someone's prying into like, they're, they're just quite simply, they feel like a fun little quiz. Like they feel like the company just wants to get to, they don't feel invasive. I think right. is, is the word. So I like this. This sounds like a win-win-win, like all, all the way around situation. Yeah, um, absolutely. Now, you mentioned quizzes and you use the words, you know, the quiz should be fun. It should be informative. It should be short. Have you found the magic number of questions that a quiz should have? Is it always no. three? Is it five? No, no, no. Great question. I, I think it definitely depends on each brand. And I think like the applicable universal rule might be it should be as short as possible while making sure that every question is a helpful data point in some way. So uh, if, you know, some brands like hymns or hers, which are kind of like 
more medical based. That's almost like lead qualification, um, but almost a patient intake form to see if you qualify. And and so by the way, those brands are are say for like hair loss or or erectile dysfunction or um, other like health related issues. They can't necessarily work for everybody. So those are questions that. Um, it's longer kind of like by definition. Um, but then there are shorter ones, like um, maybe a, a, a foundation finder or a skin tone matcher. That's one where in person is far easier. If you go to Sephora and you can like dab your hand with like a, right. a foundation so you know exactly. Exactly. Um, but, you know, a lot of brands will uh, have a foundation match because online it's very hard to match your complexion with the the foundation tone. So there might be different questions to do that. Um, and so that one would kind of like be a little bit shorter, but um, in short, I think how many questions, it's kind of arbitrary, but I think if you think about how you'd be using the data on the back end uh, in terms of like how you'd be segmenting and, and maybe uh, how you might be personalizing your, your campaigns and then kind of like call it down to the the, the bare minimum. Um, but the order matters. And so in that mm -hmm. sense, you might want to start with like the easier questions so that you're not putting a, a customer on their heels from the start um, because, you know, those, those are small micro conversions. So you want uh, to ask questions where I don't need to think necessarily upfront. Like my name is an easy one to start with. Um, right. Then, then it can go a little bit more, um, more personal, more in depth, uh, and then probably end with the contact information because at that point, then the customer is engaged. Then they want to, um, they want to maybe have uh, the open communication because you've established a rapport and a relationship. So you can um, ask for email at the end, and then a recommendation. Fantastic, and I, I know a lot of companies use the email obviously to you know help create their list but once a consumer has gone through this you know quiz maybe it's five questions let's say or six questions and they're trying to like find the right product a lot of times the recommendation will only come through the email right it literally mm -hmm. will get emailed to the customer or the consumer so in order, you know, at that point, the customer feels like they've invested a little bit of time. So it makes exactly. sense that they're willing to give their email address. It's all like a psychological thing. They're willing to give their email address because now they're like, well, I need to know the wine that you think I would love, right? Exactly. I need to know, or I need to know the skin foundation color. You know, speaking of skincare, actually, this makes me think of a brand that I've worked that worked with and I'm I work with, I love. They're called Pour Moi. And they're oh like, yeah. Have you heard of them? They're a climate smart yeah. skincare and they have done something really unique. They actually have a QR code that is on the top of certain bottles or, you know, their product bottles. And you can scan the QR code with your phone. And then based on your phone setting and where you're located, it will tell you the, you know, day cream that you should use for that day uh, based oh, on the climate. Yeah. So it's interesting because it's not exactly a quiz, but it's an interactive piece. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that will obviously help the consumer find the right choice, the right day cream for their climate, their day. Because again, you're doing it virtually. You're not walking into a Sephora saying, "Hey," or you know, or "Hey, I'm going to be in such and such a city. I don't know what the climate's going to be." If that's the case, you can like enter the zip code. It's kind of a unique way to uh, help personalize the process and help somebody have the best experience with Indeed. their skincare. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk a little bit about how to create a personalized product recommendation, right? And how we educate the consumer through a quiz. 
I know you, you mentioned like obviously going through and asking questions about, especially if it's like the him or hers, the intake form style where you need some background on us, that's all going to help personalize, but tell us a little bit more about your experience with that and how you help your clients. Yeah, sure. So, um, there, there are different layers of personalization in different moments when you can personalize. So in the quiz itself, um, you can personalize, you know, as simple as uh, asking somebody's name and then using it later in the quiz. So, um, hey, what's your name? Uh, and so this is kind of like pre-hook, but other apps do this as well. Um, my name is Gen. And then so you can say at the end, you know, again, based on your quiz responses, um, we, we recommend this product. Uh, and so, um, yeah, that, that's one way. And then the other is kind of like in the email, in the SMS, you are um, you're using the data to kind of like dynamically insert the recommended product or dynamically mm. um, talk about the the experience, the problems that you're having. And so that that's kind of like critical because that's personalization, but you can personalize at scale at that point. That's yeah, that's fantastic. And we're we're really excited because we just launched our SMS uh, messaging app for Shopify. And one thing you and I were talking about before the show was how successful quizzes have become and how you're able to actually integrate with SMS messaging apps so that brands can actually do quizzes through SMS, which to me is is like a complete win-win. You know somebody's going to have access to their phone, you know that they're most likely going to you know, uh, engage with the SMS message. And then if the quiz is there, that's going to help you to gain an insight into the data you need to personalize the product. I mean, we are setting brands up, right? For the best possible conversion rate possible. And we're also giving an opportunity for brands to engage with their consumers exactly where their consumers are, which is on their cell phones. Yeah. So... Um, so, and also obviously quizzes can educate the consumer as well. Is there an example of, of that, that you've, um, yeah, totally. Used? Um, so quizzes, I think are like, do you know, Robert Cialdini, who is kind of like one of the marketing masters in terms of influence and persuasion. Um, one, one of the six pillars that he says is great for, um, influence is education and authority. And so in that sense, once we learn what your problems are, say you, you know, with the poor moi example, um, you are dealing with dry skin and you live in, um, in a cold climate, then we can create campaigns or we can create messaging specifically to help Marissa understand how, like how the uh, climate is impacting her, her ah, skin or, yes. you know, so, so in that sense, you're learning through the experience both in the quiz and then in the post-quiz emails and um, post-quiz SMS if you're using SMS. And so all of a sudden, the brand is being established as an authority and being uh, yeah, being established as a, an authority, then you're, then you're kind of like seen as uh, one that can be trusted and the ability to persuade or influence is increased. This is so true because I think about we'll just continue with the skincare example. With Pour Moi, a big piece of their marketing is educational. And the more I learn about the way climate affects my skin, the more I understand not only my personal skin's needs, but I understand that when I travel, there may be some different products I need. And I'm okay purchasing them from Pour Moi because I trust 
the message. I trust the brand because they're educating me. And they also are coming from a place of science, mm -hmm. which we know that there's different things, skincare brands and beauty companies, you know, different angles that, you know, that things are marketed as, and I like and feel very confident when, when I'm coming, when things are being marketed to me from like a science perspective, like that totally. resonates with me. Yeah. Um, so this is interesting. So, so quizzes you can not only use to gain access to information and to the data that you want, but it gives you an opportunity to create engagement with your consumers you can personalize the experience once, like you said, you know someone's name, you can use that to continue to personalize the quiz, which not only makes for an amazing experience, but on top of that, you then can make product recommendations and then you can use the information that you've gotten from your consumer through the quiz to then also continue to educate your consumer in post-quiz post -quiz yeah, interactions. In, in, exactly. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, I almost want to come work with you. This just sounds so exciting to me because yeah. it just it seems fun, like I said, and again, not invasive and and it just seems like a fun way to really just win all around for any brand. Yeah, indeed. And and you know, that's what we were talking about before we started recording is like the the uh the integrations that we work best with are those where we help uh, the brands understand what their customers are looking for and the brands can kind of like reflect that back in their messaging yes. in the campaigns say if there's a, a product launch to send you know you don't want to be sending um, Marissa things that are meant for like a, a male skincare launch or something or or if it's for a warm weather sun, sunscreen in the winter you know wh whatever it is you want to make mm -hmm. sure that you are sending things specific to um, highly personalized based on what you've gathered and so that's why a quiz and email and SMS work hand in hand so well together. Absolutely. Well, this is exciting. Let's kind of end our talk, if you don't mind, with you sharing a few tips that can increase the opt-in rates by up to three times uh, with a quiz. Share, us, yeah. share with us some tips. Yeah. Uh, so this is like, if you just take back of the envelope math, um, and you know, Clavio has a lot of benchmark data on opt-in rates. An opt-in might be five percent or so, and um, so it's it's not great. But like I was saying earlier, you're you're getting an email. Email is good, but it's without context. You don't necessarily know what that lead is going is looking for, or what you might be sending them uh, in terms of flows or automations or or campaigns. Um, but a lot of brands will use a quiz at the top of funnel, uh, which could be either a landing page for a paid ad campaign, or it could be um, at their hero image or their header nav. Um, so one brand that uh, uses Prehook very successfully, for example, is called T-Lixer. So T-Lixer is an adaptogen brand. Adaptogens are um, like, it's an ancient um, medicinal medicine or medicinal use of medicine. Um, but the, uh, the challenge is modern consumers don't necessarily know anything about it and they don't know how to best use um, use the mushroom product, nor do they know which products are best based on their health challenges or conditions, whether it's say anxiety or uh, sleep deprivation or, or uh, anti-inflammatory stuff. So that's where the, the brand uses uh, the quiz as a top of funnel tool to learn about them, to capture a lead. And I think they are seeing 5X the opt-ins of um, the quiz 
as opposed to just a regular uh, footer opt-in or, or pop-up even. Um, because if you think, you know, for example, we are tracking completion rates and we see maybe like 70 to 80% completion rates. Um, but once you're, you're getting somebody in there, seven or eight out of 10 would get to the end, opt-in, add their email or phone number, and then get a recommendation. Um, which is far better than what you'd expect if you're just seeing 5% who see a pop-up opt-in and you're not going to get that customer data. You're not going to know what to send them. You're not going to be able to personalize a post-quiz experience uh, in the same way. So in short, to answer the question, um, like kind of merchandising the quiz, uh, which is critical, you, you need to have a good hook. You need to like mm -hmm. use a curiosity gap, like, you know, whatever your product might be help them understand like, Hey, I, I could learn something. I could improve myself. If I take this, let me just take it. It'll take under a minute. And then, um, boom, I'm done versus, um, some of the, the, the coupons or the, um, you know, like join a VIP clubs, mm -hmm. um, coupons are obviously not as good because that's a direct margin drain, um, as well as an impact on brand equity where, you know, you're, you're showing that you're, you're a discount brand, uh, within maybe, 30 seconds of a customer landing on your site. And that's interesting too, because so we know so many people will use a coupon once to, you know, get a product or gift something or just try something and they never ever return because they are just not geared to spend the money. And the only thing that really brought them in was the coupon. And, and one thing we talked about in a previous episode, again, was it costs way more. And I don't remember what the stat is way more though, to gain a new customer than it does oh, yeah. to obviously nurture the relationship for the right customer who can continue to buy. So I feel like a lot of those coupon codes lead to a lot of churn and a lot of just the constant need to try to gain new customers. And Absolutely. a lot of times I do that by more coupon codes. You know, I actually, there is a brand that I purchased something from recently. They got me on the coupon code they got, I, they actually upsold me because they said, hey, you, it was a skin thing. It was actually a cellulite cream. Good times, <laughs> good times. But they got me on the fact that they also said, you know, you're, most people see results after two months, which makes sense. You know, you're working on the texture of your skin. So in my mind, they up, I mean, they upsold me because I needed to get at least two months worth. I'm like, I'm going to give this a mm -hmm. fair shot, which yeah. is great. But again, I have been bombarded with SMS messages from them way beyond my wildest dreams. The emails are off the chart. I am so annoyed with this brand that I've opted out of everything and things are still coming through. They're still on my social media. Oh, oh. And I am just like, okay, you got me on the code. I bought my two jars, but just based on the experience, mm -hmm. I would not want to continue shopping with them because they are, in my opinion, being very reckless with, with totally. Their with with the information that they got from yeah me. now so let's think about I, like what it, what would it be point. better what's that I mean, like would you have shut them out if they were educating you if they were maybe like getting to the root of what causes cellulite or maybe how how the product works or how it's different than other products or why you know it needs at least two months and then hey what if you give it a, a year or you mm -hmm. know so that's that's where um they could use the opportunity to educate and then Absolutely. if they maybe incorporate some of the things like, you know, I don't know if, if cellulite is, is mainly in the legs or thighs or, or whatever, but maybe there are different parts that you're trying to focus on. And I, I think like if they kind of got there and then got to your goals and maybe even some of the basic demographics of age, gender, you know, whatever these things are, 
it would it would be a far different customer relationship, customer experience. And this is why they need prehook, right? This yeah, is what I'm saying. Say no. So, yeah. And what's funny is they they targeted me because I purchased and I would say 90% of the marketing I've gotten from them is just continued like, oh, try 15% off this. Oh, here's 20% off this product. Here's this, there's this, this, this. And it's like, hang on now. Also, I've only had this product in my hands for like a week, yeah, right? Let's totally. just say at the time this all bombarded. It's like, I haven't even had a chance to evaluate if I like this one product. So this is interesting. And I do have to agree. I think the experience would have been different if they did send me a personalized quiz saying, okay, great. I see you bought this product, you know, a week ago. Have you tried it yet? You know, what was your experience? Did you like the scent? How did it feel on your skin? Even if there was something like that, I would be like, oh, they actually want my input. They care. Um, but no, I can feel all of the interactions, the emails, the SMS messages are all very sales driven. Bye, bye, bye. Mm -hmm. Here's a code. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Um, and that's a turnoff for me personally. Um, and I think a lot of consumers out there would agree. So. Yeah. This is interesting. Very, very interesting. I feel like we're just just getting into this, but you've shared in such a short amount of time so much information. If it's okay with you, I would love to share your contact information yeah. and the pre-hook uh, website and also your email with our audience so that they can connect with you if Absolutely. they'd like to learn yeah. more about how to incorporate quizzes into their brand marketing strategy. You guys can connect with Gen on LinkedIn. He's very open to connection requests. I do ask that you leave him a message. Let him know that you yeah. heard his podcast on the Engage podcast. And the spelling of his name is G-E-N, last name, F-U-R-U-K-A-W-A. -A. So it's Gen Furukawa. So connect with him on LinkedIn. Make sure to drop him a message. And Gen was so kind to also allow us to give you his email address. So you can connect with Gen, G-E-N at prehook, P-R-E-H-O-O-K dot com. Easy to remember. And let's talk a little bit about what prehook does. So when I go to your website, it says get more sales and leads with an interactive quiz. There's a great video you can watch. It says capture more leads, personalize the shopping experience, and grow your e-commerce sales. Get started for free. Here's a 14-day free access. Let's talk about what you're offering people who put their email address in on your website, prehook.com. Oh yeah. Uh, well, you don't even need to opt in. You could just go to the Shopify app store, search for prehook and get started. Um, but yeah, please feel free to reach out to me uh, directly. Happy to help um, kind of share some ideas with you based on what type of product you're selling or, or what type of data you're looking for. Um, and then how you can actually use it. Like we discussed on the show, whether it's um, the on-site quiz experience or getting more leads or what you might do with the data. Um, like I said, there, there's a ton of uh, use cases and need. Um, like we're, we're just seeing brands that are uh, really doing well. And I think that it's, it's one opportunity for brands to differentiate from an increasingly saturated marketplace in, in um, competition. So um, yeah, if there's one thing that I would say, whether it's uh, prehook or, or, you know, Clavio, for example, has multi-step opt-in forms, but capturing the customer data is so critical um, that that's probably, you know, just like growing your email list. You didn't start yesterday. Today's the best day to start. Oh, great advice and great insights. And I'll repeat what I said at the top of the show with you again. I feel as though this idea of a quiz, this concept of a quiz takes everything a brand wants and needs wraps it up into a, a tiny package, delivers it to the customer who opens it, right? And feels like it was made special and personal to them. 
it, it puts the customer at ease and it gives the customer that feeling like the brand cares and therefore the customer gives their info, which becomes really a two-party benefit. Mm -hmm. the, the brand can help the consumer, you know, solve a pain point, get their needs met. And then obviously the consumer gets what they need from a brand. And it's really a great way to help both sides of the coin. Exactly. I love it. Well, congratulations on all of your success. I know you're the co-founder of Prehook, so congratulations on all the success that your company has been experiencing. If you guys want to take a listen, there are some episodes out there. It's called Cart Overflow. That's the podcast, again, also hosts. It's an e-commerce marketing podcast, so check that out as well. And be sure to connect with Gen, Gen Furukawa on LinkedIn. Gen, I want to thank you for being our guest expert today, sharing your insights, and again, congratulate you on all of your success with Prehook. Marissa, thank you so much. I really had fun. Keep them, uh, keep them ostentatious down there in Austin. Yeah, that's right. right. Hook them horns exactly. and have a wonderful rest of your week and a wonderful weekend. Thanks. What an awesome guest, you guys. I have never been so excited about an aspect of digital marketing other than SMS. I know being a part of Engage, I'm super excited about our SMS messaging for Shopify app, but what a great thing to incorporate into your SMS marketing quizzes. We just learned reasons why some of the fastest growing D2C brands are using quizzes. We learned how you can personalize a quiz, how you can use post-quiz interactions to educate your consumer. And then we learned how to increase your opt-in rates with quizzes as well. Gen was a phenomenal guest and a wealth of information. Please connect with him on LinkedIn after listening to today's podcast. And of course, I want to welcome you to visit our podcast library. That's where you can learn more about other podcast guests we have touched on last year in 2021, all types of digital marketing topics. This year in 2022, we're focusing on Shopify and e-commerce. So visit www.engage.com forward slash podcast dash library. And also a quick reminder, if you have not yet already, I'll put it up on the screen for you. And for those of you listening on the podcast, visit www.engage.com. You can enter in any U.S. mobile number and take our new app, SMS for Shopify stores on a test drive. You can also sign up there for a 30-day free trial and you get 500 free messages to take for a test drive. So check that out as well. On behalf of myself and the entire team at Engage, I want to thank you so much for joining me for today's show. I want to, again, thank our guest, Gen Furukawa, for his time and his insights. Check out prehook.com and check out engage.com for more on our SMS messaging for Shopify app. See you guys on our next episode. Have a great day.